0: what is going on folks welcome back to another episode of the locked on pit podcast your daily podcast covering the pittsburgh panthers part of the locked on podcast network your team every day and folks today we have a lot to talk about big time news we finally have buyout figures for jeff capel we'll talk about the possibility of him being fired this year what it means overall Who leaked it? Could what's the messaging behind it? We will talk all about those buyout figures being leaked, and we will talk about that because that was the big news of today. We will also talk a little bit more about the Miami game, the problems surrounding this team, and what is going on behind the scenes. All of it's coming up here on Locked On Pit. You are Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, folks? Welcome back to an episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast, your daily podcast covering the Pittsburgh Panthers. Today's episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast is brought to you by Run Your Pool. Folks, make sure to check out RunYourPool.com. March Madness coming up in a few weeks. It will be big. More on that later in the show. And as always, folks, thanks for listening to the Locked on Pit Podcast. Thanks for making it your first listen every day. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, turn on the notification bell if you're watching. Leave a review, give feedback. Again, cannot make this show better without hearing back from you guys on the episodes and how they are doing. Now, obviously – Today there's a lot to talk about, but the biggest news of today coming out was reported by Pittsburgh Sports Now. Mike Vukovikin got the Jeff Capel buyout figures from a source confirmed. We now have what the Capel buyout figures are, and in order to fire him after this season, it is reported by Mike Vukovic of Pittsburgh Sports Now that. This bio figure is fifteen million dollars for Jeff Capel, and next year, if he is fired after the twenty twenty three season, it drops all the way down to five million. So, I mean, that's one of the most drastic differences I have seen out of any coach uh, in college sports. This is a albatross of a number. I mean, fifteen million. If you actually look at the numbers that <laughs> are normal eight million, sometimes less. Yeah, you can negotiate down. There's a ton of minutia with buyout figures. But in reality, fifteen million dollars to buy out your coach is intensely over. It's just insane. That's an insane number. And Pitt is still paying the Kevin Stallings buyout. So, they still have that. They obviously are going to have a raise here. Pat Narduzzi is going to get a raise, probably to around five or six billion. We have talked about that before. The Pat Narduzzi extension is coming and he's going to get a raise. You're still trying to get NIL deals going. This right now, I mean, good grief. Being paid $15 million on a buyout would be great for Jeff Capel. But for Pitt Athletics, folks, this is bad news. If you were hoping that Jeff Capel was gone after this year, this might be a blow to those hopes. I don't, I I know they're a power five team, but I don't know if Pitt has that type of money. It, you know, stocked in the storage room for men's basketball. There's plenty of very wealthy donors from Pitt that will splurge that money out. The question is, can Heather like get that money? 15 million. I mean, we are not talking about. That is not a manageable amount of money. And so why is this such a big discrepancy? There's so many different angles to take from this. The first of which, though, I think is, what does this do for Jeff Capel's job standing? I mean, does this mean he's going to be back? I'd say most likely. You know, performance-wise, obviously, he hasn't mandated that. And and here's the thing. He probably will be back. I've been saying that. The sentiment I've been getting from the Pittman's basketball program, from people around it, from everything that I've heard and seen is that he will be back. That wasn't my own thoughts that I think he should be back, but I've heard he will be. And so that hasn't changed. I still think Jeff Capel's going to be back in 2023. Or 2022, 2023, rather. And so... I don't really know what to tell you other than this is kind of just confirmation. I don't really know if Heather likes happy with what she sees on the court. I can't believe she is. But the bigger underlying factor to this is when you have to pay a coach 15 million just to fire him. But the year after it's going to drop down all the way to 5 million. Boy, do you have incentive, especially when that's your hire, to keep the guy a fifth year, see if he can maybe turn around. I think there's a lot of merit to the thoughts that there's no reason to keep him. Trust me, there is absolutely a ton of thought to that. This Pittman's basketball program continues to go down. They look lifeless against Georgia Tech. They look terrible against Miami. It seems like the team is falling out of capable yet again. But this team right now, it's not up to standard. The talent isn't up to standard. And even when he had the talent, he couldn't get the most out of the talent. This has been a trend with Jeff Capel-led teams going all the way back to the times of Oklahoma. After he lost Blake Griffin, he wasn't able to reload. And so this has been an issue. Right now, it's in a bad state. And, And listen... The record of cable under pit, it doesn't need any indictment for me. 21 to 52 in conference play. That's less than 30% win percentage. I mean, it's terrible. And, and here's the thing: Capel's under contract through the 2026-27 season. So the buyout would be 15 million. That is an albatross. Folks, I'm telling you right now, they don't just have $15 million on standby. They have that for projects like victory heights they have to invest in the football program and obviously that's got to be a big big budget for them they have to focus on that program football is on the upswing right now that is big that is their money maker but they are not going to have 15 million dollars to just spare to fire Jeff Capel and buy him out right now maybe they can spread that out but that's really hefty and his base salary is about 3.5 and reported Uh, In the past, it's been $3.5 He's well-paid in terms of the ACC coaches in men's basketball, but you cannot pay him $15 million. I I just don't see it. And so it would likely give him, I think, another year. This is not surprising. And so I don't know if they're going to have that opinion. I don't know if they could somehow... This th- this money, but there's not a lot to say that Capel's going to be gone after this year. There's plenty of signs that he should be gone, but 15 million dollars, it's really a tough buyout to pony up. And that's what people have to understand. This is really hard to work through. It's really hard to actually pony up 15 million dollars and hope that everything works out well. It's not always going to. It's a really, really bad figure. And and how we got here, we'll talk about that. There were tons of issues of how that happened, how that percolated up, and why we're in this situation and why fifteen million million is probably not attainable and why you probably have to keep Capel even though really this looks bad right now and this, this situation doesn't look fruitful for Capel or the Pitt men's basketball program or the players or anyone involved. Certainly not Heather like, but you probably keep him. that bio figure is terrible. It's one of the highest bio figures I've seen. I was surprised when I saw it being that much. And, and so Pitt is not going to get out paying. They can't fire him for cause. They can't do any of that stuff. There's nothing to fire for capable for cause. Obviously, that's the route they went. With Kevin Stallings, but there's nothing here for that. So they'd have to negotiate a buyout down or something like that. But we'll talk about this coming up. But first, let me let you know about Run Your Pool because March Madness is only a few weeks away. And that means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual or are you looking for the best? We've done our homework here. and We're running brackets with RunYourPool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X. Both are really fun in their own way. They have options to edit scoring and they offer more intel to make your picks, all stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help take some of that magic madness magic and play alongside with your employees or even game customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe Run Your Pool. Because like I said, we're rackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at RunYourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family and your pure madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's RunYourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. All right, folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast. We are talking here about Jeff Capel, that buyout figure number, and the albatross that it is $15 million. That really is terrible. But there's a reason we got here. And there's a reason Jeff Capel's probably going to be back, and that's one of the big reasons. And so it's not going to be easy to turn around the pit program regardless, but the fact that it's $15 million is bad. And here's the thing. Pitts had a fear, I think, towards coaches leaving. And Jeff Capel, in his second year, it felt like he was starting to get things going. Things were starting on the upswing. It felt like, okay, maybe teams will start creeping around him. And overall, it felt like teams were going to start lurking around Jeff Capel. And that was what, I think, really pushed the gun on Heather Lake's decision here. I don't know if she wanted – to give him this massive extension, which he shouldn't have. (laughs) It was an extension that didn't make a lot of sense at the time, and it doesn't make a lot of sense now. What sense does it actually make to give a coach in his second season that hadn't proven he was the guy yet a deal that would make him have this type of buyout? Now for Capel, it's a great job. Great job by Capel's age. essentially securing him a fifth year. I mean, that's essentially what he did. You are probably not going to fire a guy with a $15 million buyout. Sorry, it's not happening. And what leverage does Pitt actually have to negotiate it down? Because I don't think they have much. That's also something to note. If they wanted to negotiate it down, what are they going to actually use? Like, what thing do they have on cable? Because I don't think they have much. And that's the bigger thing. This really is a bad situation. Heather, like, kind of screwed herself. And that's the issue here. Heather, like, has been a really good athletic director for Pitt. A really good one. And Pitt has had so much sustained success under her watch. Football is better than it has been in 40 years. Wrestling finished top ten last year, had two national finalists. Baseball had their best season in a very long time. Volleyball, obviously, is the final four. The men's soccer program is better than ever. The women's soccer program is still on the upswing. The gymnastics program is having a great season. Women's lax is starting out with a lot of energy, and they look solid to start. There's a lot that's working with this. But also, you can't give – you know, the, the two money sports are what you're going to be evaluated by. The decision to extend Pat Narduzzi turned out to be a fruitful one and a good one. He has earned that but she is extending her belief from that to this and not all situations are applicable. And this one was not one jumping the gun and giving Jeff Capel an extension in January of 2020 really looks stupid. It didn't make a lot of sense. Then it doesn't really make a lot of sense now. And I get it. You had just beat Florida state. You have all this energy that's building up and, and you have all this, talent there. and It looks like you're going to pull it behind you, but you at least have to let the guy prove he can get it going first. You can't go off the backs of hopes. And that's the issue. Smart move on his part, but this is a complete whiff from Heather Like. I don't know what she was doing deciding this. I don't know what she was doing regarding this. Why you would agree to that structure buyout Jeff Capel has essentially earned himself that fifth year as a result. And, and you know, he's essentially – this is bad news, though, for him, too. Because while he has that money, and that's good news in, in, in that area, but his sustained coaching future pit w- the fact that these numbers got leaked and, – and I, and I have a few f- questions. Why did this n- number get leaked now? Because usually nothing gets leaked in terms of just – There are reasons things get leaked, right? You know, you're not just going to leak a buyout figure because you want to leak a buyout figure. Now, I'm certain many, and I mean this, many different guys have approached these donors or have approached the agents, have approached sources within the athletic department asking. A lot of them probably haven't gotten answers. So why now? There's a question of why now. Is it just because they prodded and prodded and prodded? Or is there something else? Is it Capel's agent leaking it? Uh, is it you know, is it Heather leaking it, telling it to be leaked so that she can maybe get donors to pony up the money to see if she can get it out there and trying to get a public pu- push? Uh, I, I don't know what it is. Why now? It's tough to, to piece that together because if you don't know what the source is, and you don't know why. It's tough to get the intent behind it. But it is noteworthy right now. And it's clear that I think sides the sides are starting to see this one draw down to an end. And the end point is where Jeff Capel is not here anymore. And that's something to note. And this is Heather like screw up. And, and she wants to go to higher places. She has higher aspirations than the University of Pittsburgh. She probably wants to go to a Big Ten job, an SEC job, you know, like an Ohio State. She would love that, I bet. But, and this is a big but, you have to go beyond just what you do in football. It's not always going to be the same. Because you extended Pat Narduzzi doesn't mean the same patience is required with Jeff have but when the signs are clearly not there, there were a lot of signs that Narduzzi was the guy. And they eventually did break through. There haven't been the same signs with Jeff Capel. What are those signs? I'm not seeing those. And so the extension looks like a terrible extension. The buyout figures out an albatross of a contract that you shouldn't be stuck with. You should be able to move on from Jeff Capel. Why did you agree to that structure? Why did you essentially guarantee him a fifth year? It didn't make sense then. It doesn't make sense now. This is Heather Lake's biggest screw up. It's her biggest blemish in terms of her pit resume. Really unfortunate because she's been really good in the, the oversight of the athletic department, has been really good under her. And, and Victory Heights is obviously a huge project that needs to happen. But this is a complete mess, from Heather Lake. And she has to fix it. This is going to be her opportunity to, to rectify it. But understand that she doesn't hit on the next one it's going to be an issue, but Jeff Capel pretty much all, but guaranteed to come back in 2022, 23 with this buyout figure being 15 million. And that's a simple point. They don't have leverage to to ease it down. They don't have any of that leverage to work with. So, so why would it be negotiated down anymore? And now he's essentially a lame duck head coach, but we'll continue to talk about this buyout figure and, and kind of where everything can go from here and how it kind of intertwines with this Miami game. But, First, let me let you know about BetOnline because football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, play performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Betonline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball, BetOnline.net is your source for hockey hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, as well as other coverage and information. Head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. What's going on, folks? Welcome back to the Lockdown Pit Podcast. We continue to talk here about pit men's basketball and the state of this program as it continues to really rocket downhill, but this game against Miami was the encapsulation point, if you will, of the entire season for the Panthers, and it really did sum up everything that was wrong here with Pitt. And the lack of effort, the lack of a point guard, the lack of cohesiveness, the lack of team chemistry, the the entire engine that is this Pitt men's basketball team has just fallen out from under it and and Jeff Capel hasn't improved that he hasn't improved the baseline and so if he you know great for him that he has this extension and he's going to have that albatross of a buyout but this is a team that is really down in the dumps really down in the dumps and so giving that contract extension still for no reason, is really what happened here and, and what forced the hand of how they like to likely keep him this year, and he's likely going to be here. And here's the thing, and, and the, the, the drop-down effect is if you're trying to build a team for 2023, and this is Jeff Capel's last year, if you make year five that point where you say, Jeff, this is your last year, like you are not getting another opportunity, well, you are signaling to Jeff Capel that you are absolutely not going to deal with anything. And he's essentially a lame duck if he, if he doesn't get things going. It's going to be hard to, to attract young transfers here, for example. A freshman that wants to transfer why would they come to pit if they know Jeff Capel is going to be gone after the next year? Why would a recruit come to pit? Why would a recruit ever commit to pit in the situation where Jeff Capel is gone the next year? And that's the thing. And, and so, really, everything's just getting pushed back. And and so, really, it looks like they're going to have a trouble recruiting next year. Jason Capel, Milan Brown, Tim O'Toole, Jeff Capel are going to have a really tough time recruiting next year with this news out. The buyout figure is essentially $5 million. They can pay that. And, moreover, firing him is easy after 2022-23. So this year, I mean, he's probably back because of that buyout figure. That's a really bad buyout figure. And here's the thing. Pitt is now stuck in this wheel of motion in the mud. And buyouts are always a consideration for money. But when you have that buyout figure out and you essentially know it drops $10 million the next year, and then that coach that probably should have been fired the year before, is now there. Good luck building a competitive team. You're essentially wasting a year because you just don't have the money to pay him. 2022-23 now looks extremely grim as well. What's the point of hiring a coach to just coach, essentially? Jeff Capel's not going to be here for anything else other than just go through the motions. There's really nothing for him to do here. I mean, at this point, he is walking through the motions. He will be walking through the motions next year. He's a lame duck head coach. How are you going to get recruits to come? How are you going to get quality transfers to come? There's no vision to sell when everyone probably knows the guy's going to be toast. And on the recruiting trail, they're just going to kill this guy for that. Like he's, If he's gone next year, what are you going to do? And, and if you're a player right now, if you're a John Hughley, why would you stay? Why would you not transfer to another program? If you're a Femi Cali, why would you stay? If you're one of those guys, why would you stay? There's no reason to stay. And and that's another consideration to have. There really is no reason to stay. They're kind of screwed. And so, I don't know. Because... Hit right now, they're they're in limbo. And again, that Miami game was the encapsulation of everything. They didn't play well. A lot of the the turnovers were just them losing the ball and fumbling it, essentially. I mean, there was barely any pressure on a ton of those. There were guys that shouldn't be driving down open lanes, just driving down open lanes. Wardenberg Drove down at least six open lanes in that game. It was unbelievable how many times he just got by. And He's usually a guy that shoots three well, more so than drives. There were a ton of things that just encapsulate here. The lack of effort, the lack of cohesion, the lack of it actually being a team in that game. They highlighted that. And then when you came out after the UNC when it felt like that's all they needed. And then they packed it up. The fact that John he said that the team essentially wants this game to be over they want this season to be over. They're tired. Like every other team hasn't played the same amount of games. And again, it, there's a, the issue is, Jeff Cape, it's clear now. You have a whole new group of kids. You have a whole new group come in. And you have the same issues, the chemistry issues, the falling apart at the end, the lack of tur- the turnovers, the defensive breakdowns. Everything that is a constant, there is one constant to everything of that. And that's the leadership is Jeff Capel. And so he probably should be fired. I don't see how they're going to turn this around. It's very unlikely. It's going to take a very, very, very unbelievable turnaround for Jeff Cable to turn this thing around. And so getting stuck with a $15 million buyout for Jeff Capel is about the worst thing you could have done because the extension now keeps him here for another year when both he and you know he's essentially a lame duck head coach. He knows he probably doesn't have a chance to win the next year, so what's the point of saving it? He's essentially going to get fired. You're just playing a year just to play a year. And that's not going to sit well with donors. It's not going to sit well with fans. Maybe you floated this out there to see if you can get that money, but $15 million is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And Jeff Capel hasn't been able to kick this program where it needs to go. He hasn't been able to revitalize the zoo. The team has the same issues it has for the last four years this year that they have under him. It's probably not going to change next year. I could say a lot, but that's pretty much what it's down to. And they're pretty much stuck with him, and that's the bottom line. Unless some donor comes up and really ponies up an unbelievable amount of money to get rid of him, Jeff Capel – is probably here to stay for one more year, and then they have to push the rebuild back another year. Disappointing for Pitt. Very disappointing at this. This bio figure is bad news for Pitt. I don't think he's going to be gone. I think he's here to stay. I don't think they have the money to do it. And, And so that's the overall read I get from this. Pretty bad day in Pitt men's basketball news, but we'll see what the future carries for this program. All right, folks, as always, thanks for listening to the locked on pit podcast. Spring balls around the corner for pit football. We'll talk a little bit about that tomorrow, some things and we'll talk about obviously the competition at quarterback and what that could look like during the spring practices. All right, folks, as always, thanks for listening. As always, we end it. Hail Top Hey.